To another episode of Cargumentative, where men with questionable Instagram followers talk cars and all things motoring. I'm Thomas Faulkner. I'm from the Sunday Times, as you all well know. And uh, joined on my left-hand side is... By Mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me at Palutski on Instagram. Uh, Mark Paluta on Twitter. I'm Mike. You can phone, find me on... Phone you. <laughs> yeah. Don't phone. We, we, will, phone. Phone we will be phone giving phone. Mike's cell phone number. We should actually see how many followers we have and give out your number. Yeah, that'll be amazing. Um, you can find me on Instagram at MH Salomon. Oh, are you looking at me? Yeah, come on, Doc. I'm Nadav. Uh, I'm on Instagram, nbr underscore 911. And I'm on Twitter, but I can't remember what my handle is. <laughs> yes, you can. You're just too embarrassed to put it up. I don't know. What is it? Sorry. nbr underscore something, something. Really? I don't know. That's his Instagram. I'll check for oh, next time. Okay. For All next right. time, I'll check. Cool. Guys, the news. And uh, by the looks of it, you're all very excited about uh, a car and an engine. Yep. Mm. That uh, came out on the internet today. The the Aston Martin Valkyrie with its new 6.5 liter V12 engine. Yeah. Um, I think Nadav was going to just like have a nervous breakdown Oof. from the excitement. And, you know, so, so uh, I'd like to, to preempt yes. the discussion with a correction. Hold on. Oh. I'm just going to put it over to you. Are you? Yeah. Oh, hold on. This is your this is your moment. Just a minute. I've got it. Okay. Thank cool. you. Run with it. Um, so a correction to start off with. Mm. In one of our previous shows, we mentioned the Valkyrie. We mentioned it in our tour of the Aston Martin factory. It was last, the last one. It was yeah. the last one. And we said that um, there was a electrical atmosphere in the factory because the people were specking their 1.3 million euro cars. That was wrong. It's 2.7 million yeah. euros. Yeah. Um, sure. I'm, I'm not Prop sure where I got that figure from, but 2.7 million euros is a... Substantial sum, but and all sold out, and all sold out. Uh, but they had but, one but, there. But, they, they had a, they had one there. Uh, a model, a model. Yeah, but starting to look like it might be worth the money because the video that came out today was a video about the engine um, from developed and built by Cosworth for Aston Martin. Cosworth is a very famous um, engine company, engine building company, um, started off with the DFE, DFE engines, right? In Formula One engengines. Yeah, okay. exactly. I'll, that's I'll, what put I'll them on the map. Oh, that's what put them on the map. I've driven a DFE. Yes, you have. Yeah. That's right. Um, so a very famous uh, engine building company that Aston Martin have commissioned to, um, to make this engine. Um, and what an incredible video. So and the engine just looks incredible. Um, have a look online. The sound, this thing, it's a V12 at six and a half liters. It revs to 11,000 revs per no, minute. Normally aspirated? Normally aspirated, no turbos, but there will be a mild hybrid system attached to it. I mean, this is just, this is like the reason to celebrate. It's, this is a joyous moment. I mean, we mm. thought that the days of a normally aspirated V12 were numbered. I mean, especially when, when uh, Aston started getting customer engines from Merck. Uh, yeah, this is this is amazing. I mean, we probably, probably lost of a breed. We thought the last big one might be the TDF Ferrari. We thought that's probably the last mm. V12 Hurrah naturally mm. aspirated. And this is a yeah. bespoke design. This is a clean sheet V12. This does not happen usually. Mm. Um, this is a huge development cost to this, and it's a, it's a big deal in the automotive terms. It is in the power stacks as well. I mean, 745 kilowatts. What's that in? Real oh, money. That's a thousand horsepower. <laughs> Over a thousand horsepower. Yeah, so a million okay. horsepower. I don't know what it is, but it's a lot of kilowatts. 
740 newton meters torque. I mean, this is it's it's proper uh, titanium conrods, F1 yeah. spec so, uh, pistons. So on that, I read a very interesting fact about it, which I sent to you mm. guys this afternoon. It takes them six months to build the crankshaft. So they mill it out of a single piece of steel, but it takes six months from the time they've got the block to a finished crankshaft. That's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah it's an incredible amount of engineering. I mean, <laughs> and, and big names associated with the project, and this is the reason. So um, we haven't mentioned before, but it's Adrian Newey, um, who's a, probably one of the top Formula One designers in the last 20 years, um, is involved in the design of this vehicle. And so he's supposedly applying all his Formula One know-how into this road car. And the funny thing is that it seems almost seems that in some ways road cars are less res- restricted in 2018 than Formula One cars are. The rules for road cars in yeah, some ways uh, are uh, less yeah, restrictive. Uh, miles. Um, and I so he's got more room to develop his creativity. But I think that it's going to be amazing. What's amazing for, for me on this is that we're now getting away from just pure horsepower and, and, and I mean not to not to say that the, the power that it makes is, is something to sneeze at but if you go and look at the Chiron how much is that like 1300 horsepower it's like 30% yeah. more power this thing is now going back to the things that, that, that real enthusiasts want cars that rev rev to hell I mean like, like 11,000 revs it's just unbelievable so I've got um, a little a little stat here can, can you possibly play the sound of this on this I'm I mean, going to try I'll try to find it now well yeah. we'll just insert it here in fact we'll insert it here now Wow, that was that amazing. was incredible! What an amazing sound. <laughs> okay, so so I want to just quote one quick spec here. So the that's movie Fer- magic. Ferrari four five eight special is speciale. Speciale Thank is you. a fantastic car with one of the last great Ferrari naturally aspirated motors. And I'm going to talk in horsepower because it's in horsepower, Thomas. I don't have a kitten. 133 horsepower per liter. This one, the Valkyrie. 153 back brake horsepower per liter. So it's a big jump. It's a big it jump. Is. It's it amazing. It's impressive. Mm. Yeah. No, it is. Very impressive feat of engineering that. Thomas, um, do, we, do we know, Thomas, you're the professional, so yeah. presumably you know these things. When mm. are we expecting the finished oh, Valkyrie product? I don't know. I don't you know. don't know. I do well, not if you know. don't know, then I don't know. nobody knows. I'm sure if you, um, <laughs> if you tweet Harry Metcalf, he'll get back to you. <laughs> um, He's a legend. But from a, from a good news story to a bad news story, no. uh, I don't know if you guys saw. There was um, an announcement this week that the Bloodhound SSC project is no more. That that died, but I mean, I could have told you that 10 years ago. Why? Why do you say that? It's never going to get off the ground. But they always did Well, it wasn't supposed to. If it got off the ground, everyone yeah, yeah, it would yeah. be a giant accident. Yeah, but they were you know supposed I mean? to. I mean, like, there was a thing on carte blanche around yeah, how they were getting the locals in the area to clear to clear the run and, and off all the pebbles I interviewed and everybody, like and I interviewed the team and Andy Green. The, 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 oh, did you interview them? The pilot stroke driver. Yeah. Nice. Um, but uh, alas, that was it's just not happening anymore. It's quite sad. I mean, I, I was adamant to, to go and watch this thing, Absolutely. at least attempt it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they changed it towards the end. They had a Cosworth Formula One engine mm. that that was the fuel pump. So all that thing did was just dump fuel into the engine, which was just, for me, the phenomenal yeah, stat. It's an amazing stat. 
Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm also very, very sad that that thing isn't happening. What no. do you think is What do you think is behind the failure of the project? Is it Is it the fact that I, I just don't think people see it as being all that relevant anymore? So Thrust know? Thrust SSC was the first record car to break the sound barrier. Do you think that? In the end, um, Bloodhound's goal was to break the thousand-mile barrier. That, that's exactly what they yeah. were trying to do. No, but but so my point is, is is it's just a figure now. It's above the sound barrier. It's it's sixteen hundred k's an hour. Okay, so what? No, so we've I, done I think there's relevance. No, I think there is relevance. I think that whatever this achieves in terms of speed, will probably be the the fastest a human will ever go on land. So. You know, it's unlikely that it'll be it'll be broken because I think that the the thing that I, I heard was that there aren't enough places in the world that, that are big enough to get that kind of speed. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, I wouldn't have even minded if they just broken the world land speed record and then not done the thousand miles. But my understanding is that the issue in the end is funding. Um, that the funding wasn't available in the end. M- what I'm what I'm asking you guys is is perhaps. It just wasn't a romance associated with the idea of reaching a number no, as well, opposed to breaking the sound barrier, which just sounds so evocative and emotive. Yeah, I just don't think people saw value in what they were trying to achieve. Mm. And that's it's just sad. The I think it's an, a, an achievement. But. Um, there's, there's, there's another thing that uh, is kind of shrouded in speculation and doubt and is it going to happen? because he's just said it's going to happen. Tesla coming to South Africa in 2019. But, 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 is this, I don't know, like I've, I've heard this before and, you know, I know it's kind of coming from the horse's mouth this time around, but... Um, you can only hope. Do you think it's really going to come here? I don't know. Before we start, can we just, just discuss the South African who asked him, is Tesla coming to South Africa and finished the sentence with, but. I'm going to try and find the tweet now. It, it is just, it's just too good. Hmm. I mean, the fact that he said that it's coming, um, I, know okay. that a, I know that a friend of mine has, has already put his name down about a year, and a year and a half ago, paid the deposit on it because they said it will be coming here. But, so yeah. so he, asked, he asked Elon Musk on Twitter, when are one of these opening back home, but. <laughs> Elon Musk replied, probably end of next year. Probably. The next, the next tweet was, what's a but? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> definitely, maybe. But what is definitely coming here next year, and I'm quite excited about this because I'm, oh. I'm a bit of an Opal fan. Oh. I like Opals. You know, you guys like VWs. I like, I'm firmly in the Opal camp. There's a, um, they bring back the GSI badge, which has ah, been cool. absent for a long time, on an Opal Corsa. So you're getting mm. Opal Corsa GSI 1.4 turbo, 110 kilowatts, OPC chassis, performance brakes. What else is in the news, Thomas? That's kind of cool, man. I like that. I like that. I, I like that Opal idea. Opal was nice. dead. Well, it's just been bought by Peugeot. What do they actually that make that's dead? worth talking about? Well, it's French, so. Hmm. GSI. So, were we talking about a warm hatch? Here? Yeah, it's like saying? a lukewarm hatch. It'll mm. probably come in below, like the Polo GTI. You know. Why below? Why can't it be? Well, it doesn't have com- enough power to compete with it. Well, look, pretty much. How much power? 110 kilowatts. Yeah. Look, anything's better than a Polo GTI. So yeah, it is. Mm. I don't know about that. Although this thing looks cool. Anything. Although I like the, it. The, what was that? Um, the OPC. Yeah. Um, the no, the bigger one. What is it? Astra. The Astra. The Astra. That thing's cool looking. Eh? Yeah, it is. Ooh. It's fast. Ooh. I took Nadav around, and he was quiet for at least two minutes. They definitely. Oh, really? I don't remember that. I've obviously I bucked do. it out. I was so yeah. terrified. But, well, they yeah. should put GSI on that. 
if yeah. possible, GSI, no, GSI, GSI 16 Well, maybe GSI, GSI is going to be a sub-brand. Maybe it's going to be GSI OPC. So the GSI okay. is kind of filling that the gap. Did GSI exist with Voxel? Well, yeah, was it I think it did. It did as well. Okay. It was vo- Voxel and Emma. Okay, okay. But what, anyway, the, what's, yeah. what does GSI badge mean in a South African context? Well, what it's GSIs like GTI. did we have? No, but what GSIs did we well, have? Well, we had the Superboss back in the 80s. You know, that that, that was it. You either, you either drove a Golf GTI or you had a an Opel GSI. Super a Superboss was cool. Yeah. And a, and a 200 was cool. TS was cool. Yeah. Well, was is, it? Is have Opel you, the red-headed stepchild mad. of the German manufacturers? <laughs> no. <laughs> Opel's a, a viable, I don't know, I, I think they're awesome. I'm glad the GSI back. Anyway. Um, Good luck to them. Yeah. That's yeah. it for news. Yeah, you just, um, you just killed about 50% of our listeners. <laughs> and I think, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Yikes. Yeah. I like Opel's. <laughs> right. We're going to take a quick break and try and redeem ourselves here in the studio. And uh, when we get back, we're going to be talking about... The worst cars we have driven. Welcome back to Cargumentative. In this segment of the show, we are going to be talking about the worst cars that some of us have driven. Um, in the, you know, we often talk about cars that excite us and thrill us, and you know, everything's rosy and amazing, and cherry blossoms go off when the car goes down the road. <laughs> but you know, the actual fact is that you know, there are some really, really horrendous automobiles out there, and some of us have driven them. Yeah, so and I've, you've got a, you've, I've got a list. rearing to go. So I am. It's got to be said that a lot of cars that I maybe don't like, mm. other people will like. So this is my opinion. I have to put that disclaimer out there. Yeah. Please don't send me any hate mail. No, so, I think you should. Okay. Because any, any, uh, any criticism is constructive yeah. in our eyes. <laughs> so I'm going to start with a car I actually drove about when I first started driving, a long time ago. and it, So a lot of these are cars that I had huge expectations for. And completely didn't live up to those expectations. The first one is a Maserati Biturbo. So it's not a bad-looking car. It's a bit square and boxy, but it's got a V6 twin-turbo engine. You expect it to be incredibly powerful, and it just isn't. It's the, the slowest, most terrible, got the worst interior of any car I've ever been in in my oh, life. So but didn't it have the ruched leather? It did. It's terrible because ruche leather, if it isn't looked after, becomes dry and cracky ruche leather, which is very horrible. So that's number one. Number two is a recent rental, Toyota Etios. Unbelievably disgusting car. It's got a central rev counter. I went in two today. They so are, my Materia has a central rev counter. Okay, but yours is probably very nice. This is a half moon shaped rev counter that's in blue with a red needle. You can't even see it. If you're driving the car, you can't see it. It's, it's pointless. It's shameless cost-saving because they can go right to left and drive exactly. without changing the rev counter. Exactly. And everything on that car is like Tupperware. It is the most plasticky thing. It's a, it's a massive cost-saving exercise, and it's terrible. And yet it'll outlive us all. Probably. Fantastic. The next car that completely didn't live up to expectations, hmm, this might not be kosher is a Lamborghini Gallardo e-gear, which I had the privilege of driving around Swartkorps. And my expectations were huge. I mean, I'm getting into a Lamborghini. I'm about to drive it on a racetrack. 
but it has the worst gearbox of any car I've ever driven. It was disgusting. It ruined the whole car. So, I mean, that's... And the there's car. one for sale at the moment for reasonable money, new clutch, but it's got the ear gear. Yeah, it's, it's got the ear gear. It ruins it. So, we were discussing it in one or two episodes ago. If you could change these to manuals, well, I wish someone would, because this car is disgusting. Pedant alert. It's a Gallardo. Gallardo. Thank you. <laughs> I do have two more, but I'm going to take up too much time. So no, 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 no. No, we're intrigued. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, I won't be able to sleep tonight. I'll be tossing no, and turning. What, what was two? on the final? <laughs> I mean. Okay, the next one is a Nissan 1400 Bucky. What? Yeah, terrible. I mean, you literally can't use the indicators because the indicator rests on your knee. <laughs> <laughs> He's saying it's too small. It's tiny. It's tiny, but it's also a death trap. It's, uh, it's got... But isn't it rear-wheel drive? It's rear-wheel drive. Yeah. Exactly. It's part of the problem. So you can drift it. It's got no traction. It's got no brakes. It's, it's terrible. It's absolutely... And you know what? They've, they've made them up until the mid-2000s. I'm not the mid-2000s. The early 2000s. I think they stopped making them probably a few years ago. A friend of mine had one brand new... <laughs> You know, what do you tell the guy? Oh, nice car, you know. Just terrible. Okay. Um, is this the worst one coming up? No, that's them. Were these in no particular order? No particular order. Well, I, d- the, I would say the worst is the Etios. Oh. I'm going to say the worst was the Etios. Could okay. you come across quite judgy if you ask me? I like just about everything. I'm like you. I find the good in all cars. Um, and then, the, truth be told, they don't make bad cars these days, except for the Etios. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, don't say that no, to Thomas too. because it's a Toyota. So no, I might add more as you guys talk, and Keep I think thinking. of others. Yeah, right. it's fine, Mark. We'll so leave let's, it open for you, Mike. That's me. Hopefully, people are still my friends after that. So, so I mean, I also, uh, as Mark was saying, I, I like to look for the best in everything um, in all the cars. So, mm. like, I mean, you know, I'll try and at least find some charm in things, but. There's a car that was owned by a, a family member, so I'm just going to be. A, I'm not. I'm not going to mention who, but <laughs> Volvo S40. Really? Honestly, honestly, it was like driving a piece of wood. Like it just had. I swear. It, <laughs> Wait. It was. What is it? Was, S40s remind me. It's it's like a three series competitor. Competi- oh, so we're yeah, talking okay. about like an early two thousands one or a mid two thousands. Know exactly. What I mean, you're not a about. bad looking car. Get in. It's got like everything that uh, thing. It's got an Aston Martin key fob, which is, <laughs> is amazing. Yeah. Um, but like honestly, you get in and it's got a, it's got like a very like weird smell. And like just it's just it's just I swear. Like, like the, seats, the, the seats didn't the seats didn't grip at all. I mean the the steering. I tried to get it. I threw it into a corner. I promise you. It it if it did anything, it like. I mean, I'm not even sure I got around the corner because it just had so little feel. And it was turbocharged, so you expect it to be a little bit powerful, but nothing. No, it's really... What it kind of gearbox? Manual or auto? No, not an auto gearbox. Probably a four-speed And, like, the thing is, is I wasn't even building it up to be anything. So it's not like I was going into this thing thinking... didn't have any thinking, expectations. No, yeah. no expectations at all. But it, honestly, like... And, and funnily, funnily enough, I've, I've, I went in a, in a S, S80... Recently. Also Volvo, yeah. Yeah, and it just had like a similar kind of feel to it. It just, yeah, just not good at all. I'd like to drive one of the modern uh, Volvos to see if they've improved dynamically. But this was dynamically easily the worst car I've ever been in. Yeah, but you see, I think in, in that segment of car, they just don't have. I mean, if I, if I relate it to my current daily, I can tell you you're going to be this is just as disappointed. But anyway, 
on to one of you. Who's next? Nadav, do you want to go? Or should I uh, go? I'll, I'll do it. So, is that uh, all, Mark? One car? Yeah, yeah, the one. Uh, he sees the Think about more. I'm yeah. thinking. Yeah. So I've got a list of three. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, I'm going to present them in order of badness. So, at number three, um, my great uncle lived in Cape Town, and he had pretty good taste in cars. He had some nice cars. He had a, we've discussed before, the R107 series Merc SL convertible, lovely thing. Lovely thing. Um, And then he made a car buying mistake. Um, He was very generous, and he allowed me to drive his then new Saab 900 convertible. Oh, it was an automatic. An interesting car. And I'll tell you, that was a while back. And I, I don't know that I knew as much about cars as uh, maybe know now. But I haven't, and I hadn't had the experience of driving different things. But I knew it was awful. <laughs> I just knew it. It was floppy and lifeless. And even with the top down, it had absolutely no redeeming features. I really, I must have really, strongly disliked that. It's funny because that's I'd, a car I'd really like to drive. It's a Saab. I'd like to just, I've never driven a Saab before, and if I was going to drive one, it would be it'd be a convertible. And, uh, and didn't didn't Seinfeld drive one? Yeah, did he? Yeah. In, in Seinfeld, architects love them. But, but those are was, those opals. are the earlier ones. So this is this is the slightly the later rounder one. Um, it's basically know. like a it's a, a Vauxhall. Isn't I think it? it's a Vauxhall. It's like, yeah, it's like a Vauxhall Vectra right. chassis. Yeah. Yes. Like that. So that was number three. At number two, um, <clears throat> some would say I've had the fortune, I would say the misfortune of um, babysitting a Land Rover Defender for the Ooh, last two years. This is going to be a controversial be difficult. One, eh? yeah, people, I can hear the Land Rover people, as we speak. Oh, there they go. Bye-bye, listeners. Land Rover people feel very strongly about their Defenders. It's a cult car. I know that. It's like us and cool Porsches. Absolutely, yeah. it is. And uh, But, guys, it's awful. Let's be honest. It is, it awful. is awful. It is awful. Whenever it I drive down to Cape Town in the holidays, you see I the see people, people on the road in these things packed in. Why? And, and comfortable, hot, slow, slow, slow terrible slow. fuel consumption. Oh. I think you just described Loud. my bus, though, in fairness. Yes. But, yeah. two, two live axles and a terribly underpowered diesel engine make for the most recalcitrant Horrible beast. That's a big had the misfortune yeah. to drive. I, I drove it's one. I must admit, it was the hardest car I've ever had to drive. It was a, a, it's a series two, I think it was, a 110. Um, it was white. I suspect it may have been an ex-UN vehicle. Mm. I'm not even joking. Yeah, um, and it, it was beyond question the hardest car I've ever had to drive. Mm. Awful. I, I must say, I don't understand the cult. I, I do understand <clears throat> its use. If you used yeah. correctly out in the Bundu or on a farm, as the commercial agricultural vehicle that it's supposed to be, it makes sense. But it's cool. But the people who are driving it around Joburg because they think it's cool, I think it's, it's cool. not, guys. Please try drive something else and you'll what, see. What about the 2.8 BMW one? Oh, that's, that's an interesting car. Yeah. But what are, uh, the 2.8 was a limited series production. South um, Africa South only. South Africa only. From 60, the 3 Series, yeah. Six-cylinder mm. engine. Yeah, and um, that's in- intriguing because now there's a decent engine in the thing. But... Uh, but there's, it's there, not great. There are a couple of companies that uh, turn them into autos. Yes. Put big V8s in Automatic big V8, maybe. But you've yeah. still got stuck with two live axles. But then effectively you've a, got a Range Rover. Yeah, anyway. Exactly. Yeah, pointless. And then, that's number two. At number one, yeah. the most awful car I've ever driven about a few months ago, and I think I've mentioned this before, I lost the rental car lottery <laughs> very, very badly. Um <laughs> I got a 2018 Kia Rio 1.4 Auto, and it is truly the worst car I've ever driven. <laughs> Guys, it is new. It is modern. You can go out and buy yourself one now. Do yourselves a favor. 
don't. It was terrible. Kia Rio. Zero redeeming factors. Yeah, it looks good. Four speed auto. 1982 called and once their gearbox back. I don't understand. <laughs> Why is it even for sale? Why would you not buy a Fiesta for the same money? For rental companies. That's Terrible. how I felt about the Lamborghini. Why? 1982 once their gearbox back. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kyrio, just the worst car I've ever driven. Guys, stay away, honestly. So, so I think, Tom, it's, now we're leaving it up to you yeah. to try okay, and really round out and alienate, is right. alienate the rest of the listeners. I'm He's going to be so left field. I'm bringing it at home. Okay, so in no particular order, of course, because <laughs> uh, my whole life is just these random fragments that somehow bad fit choices. together. Yeah, bad choices. So when I was a younger man, a more optimistic man, <laughs> and I, more than now. Yeah, I, I always wanted... Not possible. <laughs> I always wanted an Alpha 147. Just the two-liter twin spark, a three-door. I thought that car was beautiful. It, was it looked good. good. Was. It had a great a interior. I wanted the brown seats with the con- you know nice contrasting. Yeah. I thought this is the car I want. One four one four seven two liter. Of course, it was out of my price range. I had to buy a Ford Fiesta instead. Little did I know at the time that it was a better car. Um, and when I got this job, I had a chance to drive a one four seven because they were just on the cusp of being, you know, discontinued. And I got one a two liter, and it was the most you awful car. One. No, I, didn't. I got one to test, oh. and it oh. was it was shocking. I was so disappointed. Manual. Manual, sloppy, understeery, terrible driving position, like so, forgettable so, engine. So, so, so hard 50, 50% to take of, you seriously. 50% of this room has owned a 2-litre yeah. 147 that we loved. Yeah. I hated it. I thought it was most... And Didn't then 50% of this room own the same 2-litre yes. 147? <laughs> we did. <laughs> and, we're, and we're still mates. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and we loved it, and it's still in circulation. And so imagine how bad the Sally speed must have been. Uh, I had a Sally speed. Well, I had a seller speed, I'll be honest, of the six months I owned it, it's been three months at Alpha getting fixed. Yeah, so exactly. it was terrible. Well, that, I had a, uh, the, the, the 1.6 and the 2 litre. And funnily mm. enough, I preferred the just the, the revy nature of yeah. the 1.6. I, pr- mm. I found it more just more evocative. Well, yeah. So well, Mike and Mike are defending it. Yeah, well, you know, it's an amazing car. I'm not alpha heading here, but I did drive a 145 after I drove the 147. And the 145 was the better car. Two That's it. Up. Okay. Lovely car. Next up. I had one of those as well. Quite, lovely. quite possibly one of the worst cars I ever drove. And the last production car to come with a tape deck, a standard, was the Lexus SC430. You drove one of those? That car was awful. It did nothing. <laughs> it didn't accelerate. It didn't go fast. It didn't ride properly. It was harsh. But is that the convertible? Yes. I it, saw one the other day. Yeah. What? It is so... It's like a unicorn. It was, it was the worst yeah, car. I can't believe that car came with a tape deck. It did. It came with a tape deck. It came out in the 2000s. It was useless. It had scuttle shake. It was like an old floppy takeaway box that had been... Soaked with oil. It was like this squiggly. It because was the Uber guy was dropping off another order on the way. This was before Uber. Oh. This predates Uber. Just before. But um, I've got this strange thing. I, I'd actually like to buy one because it's so bad. And I can say, <laughs> and people say, me, why do you drive this car? And I'll say, because this is one of the worst cars I've ever driven in my motor journalism career. And they'll say, but that's so weird. And I'll say, I know. It's not like the DeLorean <laughs> the one said last week. Yeah, it's like the DeLorean. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so there we go. Lexus SC430 moving on. Please ignore him, everyone. The next one is Mike. I'm, I'm sorry. You know, you know, I love your car collection, but oh God. I, I just the Alpha 4C for me was just. <laughs> I, yeah. I spent I spent 
two Ladies days and driving gentlemen, it. His credibility is gone. I spent two days driving it. I dropped it off in the car park and I said, guys, come and collect this. I, just for me, I don't know. I can't. <laughs> I cannot Mark's face. actually believe Mark's what you're saying. Open. I can't. He has no words. I'm not going to say anything more, but just know. Me and the 4C, we just don't see other. So, so let me get it right. Yeah. So a brutally fast... Well, I didn't find it brutally no, fast. No, it, it really is. It's, I mean, uh, I, well, like, well, uh, like especially in track conditions. And well, I wasn't on a track. I was on William Nickel, and it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't brutally fast. It was quick. I think you quick. were doing okay. something wrong. Okay, quick, quick. It's Italian. Yeah, good-looking carbon fiber car. You wouldn't have that, but you would have a Lexus. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would. I don't like. I don't. This, ladies and gentlemen, is Thomas I Falkner. Do, this just, is what I'm we have sure to deal with. This one. The four C. The four C looks good. Great looking car. Fantastic in a car park. When I had it, I went to the William Nickel Pick and Pay. I parked next to a Ferrari. I think it was a four thirty or something. And the Alpha is just. I mean, it can hold its own easily. On looks alone, you yeah, should like it. Yeah, it can. But it just. I did not like the engine. I did not like the gearbox. I did not like the seats that don't hold you. I did not like the cheap plastics, the, the cigarette lighter that popped out of its its housing. I didn't like the Parrot audio system that turned oh, up. Oh, no, that is When you turned thing. it down, no, the aircon thing. that didn't work, the smell of epoxy, the self-tapping <laughs> screws. It, it, it's At just, least it had screws. It was awful. Okay. What about the fact that as a passenger, the turbo warms your back up? Yeah, and the, the devil is getting you know, like a scorched back. <laughs> I think it's fantastic. Anyway, one of the best cars in the world. All right, so Alpha 4C. There we go, Alpha 4C. Then, Devices. Alpha hating room, I swear. The next oh, one, for Mark and me. Renault Quid, hashtag, well, no, Renault, Renault Quid slash Datsun Go. Mm. The biggest pile of automotive crap that anybody has built Can in decades. Oh, I'm going to say okay. crap. Well, are they related? It feels strong. Yeah, they are pretty much the same car. Are okay. they? The Quid is just worse. Because aren't Nissan and Renault related at all? Yeah, they are. Well, but that's at the moment, it could potentially be splitting. Yeah. But then, mm. so isn't there platform sharing there? There could be. No, it is. Well, it's, it, it, it is just a, a miserable car that should not be sold. Unsafe. Badly built. Yeah, unsafe. Um, terrible... Just it feels unstable. You go 130 on on the highway. It just it feels like it wants to take off and smash into the barrier. Um, build quality, but I mean you've never seen such bad build quality. It's made, yeah, car. obviously. No, it's made. I don't know where it's made. It could be made in like a slave camp in <laughs> you know, some country we haven't heard of. But 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 that thing, it should not be built. It should not be sold. And I think it's an insult to the consumer, especially uneducated third world consumers. So like, you, you reckon it's being pushed on us? I am. Renault should yep. know better. Yep. And they, yep. and they gloss actually, it over with, with the promise of a touchscreen infotainment system. Yeah, don't worry about ABS brakes and collapsible this, and don't worry about the fact that it failed the, you know. NCAP. Like, like miserably. They didn't even do the test. No. <laughs> got touchscreen. You're going to be hot tonight. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, so Renault Quid, Stroke, Datsun Go, and then... There's more. There's one more. But wait, there's, there's more. Well, yeah, so this is the fifth one. MGB. Oh, yeah. The MGB is yeah. the most underwhelming... Really? Yeah. I was it behind an MGB well. GT in, you in, owned in, one, didn't on, you? on Sunday, and 
it had, I just I watched these uh, knockoff wheels spinning. It, it it was it was a black one. It was beautiful. When you, you say knockoff, do you mean knockoff or they're knockoffs of knockoffs? No, they proper. You use a hammer, you <laughs> ding them. But can't we say that all MGs kind of fit into that bracket? Well, that was like even that the, was the especially underwhelming Chinese it made MGs. Bad gearbox. Yeah, they all are terrible. Slow, coarse engine, cramped, hot. They give British cars a bad name. Yeah. MGB, I owned one. I did. Um, it was oh. a long road to get it um, drivable. Things he's never told his friends about. Uh, it's true. I owned one. And it, uh, there was a certain satisfaction to getting it right in the end. By the end, it was very. It was. It was a nice example of an MGB. But yeah, I think his cars go. Mm, was it like one of those best. cars where you bought it for 50, spent 100, sold it for 50? Exactly that, mm. Mike. <laughs> okay. I think the figures are spot on. So there you go. Just some of the worst cars that the Cargumentative team have driven in their lifespan behind the wheel. Um, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to be talking – well, no, we're going to be answering some random questions. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, nice. Welcome back to Cargumentative. In this part of the show, we're going to be answering or trying – to answer um, some random questions that were put to me by people in the office who shall remain anonymous mm-hmm. for fear of hate mail <laughs> and Twitter trolling and Instagram will find you badness. Are these car people or non-car people? These are non-car people, which is apparently you know quite a, quite a thing to have on car shows. Is non-car people answering? Yeah, we're we getting. I, 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 I appreciate that. I mean, yeah. one of your colleagues came in here just now and and showed us a car thing that she bought for a child. So we are we appreciate mm. that that they're putting in the effort. Yeah, yeah. thanks for it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just gonna start firing off, and then we can talk amongst ourselves. And, Do it. You know, say so. It is. Okay, I'm so. Nervous. Question number one. Can you pull an e-brake up when you're traveling at speed? No. Oh. How do you know? I've tried. Have you? No, hold on. Oh, hold on. You, uh, you know an, electric, a, a, an electric An electric handbrake. handbrake. Probably depends on the manufacturer. It probably does. But I've tried it in a VW and it doesn't work. Because I've tried it in some cars that are about like 50 k's an hour and it's, it's actually engaged. Really? Yeah. Really? So I don't know. Yeah, so I think it varies from manufacturer. To, yeah. I, I wouldn't do it. If somebody said, like, if, if we were cruising down the highway at allegedly 120 and somebody said, do you want to pull this up? I kind of think twice about doing okay. it. Okay. I think I did it while my wife was driving. Well, that's better. Yeah. If you're going to do it, that's, that's when you impact. should do it. <laughs> we were fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> didn't so work. Didn't do anything? No, it didn't work. So well, which car? The Pajero? No, it was in a Golf. Hmm. Hmm. So to answer your question, we don't know. <laughs> we kind of know, but we don't know. We could probably find out. We, yeah. We don't so advise it. So is it like true? We don't advise True, it. false, and plausible. Well, do, yeah. does, it, does your uh, does your nine nine seven? Does it have a manual? No, handbrake? old school handbrake. Old school. That's Ratchet. part of the reason you should buy nine nine seven. But you know what? I'd try it. Yeah, try it. Tell, if, tell if the person safe ask the question. Yeah, if you're in a safe environment and you think you can handle a power slide at 120 k's an hour. M1 at 120 is quite safe. Yeah. No, 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 no. Hold on. Let's just be clear. Do, do not do it. We're not advocating any kinds of handbrake oh, yes, pulling. I meant do not <laughs> yes, try. Do not, not try this at all. It was yeah. sarcasm. Okay. Yeah. Next. Next question. Is it legal to have a cat in the car? <laughs> How do you get cats anywhere if you don't have them in the car? Would well, you put yeah. them on your bus? No, well, people put dogs in cars, and the dove puts his dogs in, the, in, in cars. Sometimes. Is it legal to have a cat free range in the well, car? Well, if you've. Yeah, well, why not? 
You think it's uh, much worse? How, <laughs> how does the cat feel uh, about it, though? I would yeah. like to see someone try and restrain a cat, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe some <laughs> cats... you ever heard of the expression, herding cats? Yeah. But mm. some, some maybe enjoy it. You can train them from a kitten stage. <laughs> I remember my, uh, my dad was quite keen to do that. He got a, a, a little ginger cat kitten, and he wanted to train it to go in the car with him. <laughs> which was so, I mean, but cool. then are we saying that it's legal... That there's a law that says that you are allowed dogs in the car? I think there's no, no, no law no, 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 about no, it at all. No, but what's the option is it would be that you'd put the cat in a cage in yeah. the car. So I think that's quite dangerous because the cat can still roll around in the cage and then the cage can roll around the car. Yeah, that's <laughs> true for anything. <laughs> I don't think there's no, any law don't. about it, to be honest. I would say it's legal. I once saw a, a newspaper headline banner um, on Barry Herzog saying, said something along the lines like 15 goats in one taxi. So one cat in one <laughs> executive saloon, I think you're okay. Yeah, and I think, I, I, think, I think this is one where we can actually give a positive answer. Yeah, I think t- take your cat for a drive. Take yeah. your cat for a drive. Oh, he needs to get out. Specifically on a Vespa. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Who will win in a drag race, Mark or Mike? What car? Whoa. I don't know. That's it. And like is, talking cars or on foot or... Yeah, I'm going to go with Mark. As long as we're not talking about dress. I'm going to go with Mark. (laughs) I think I'd win if it was dress, drag dress. You'd look fabulous. You'd look fabulous. (laughs) (laughs) Which cars? Because Mark's Mark's either going to be on the phone, checking the phone, checking into a party or hungover, and Mark's going to be fine. I'll so be whatever happens when the lights go, go green, Mark's on it and Mark's... I'll bring my slows. So, I mean, there's probably another question is... Who do you, who do you think drives the fastest out of the four of us? Nadav. Yeah, yeah, it uh, is Nadav. It's, it's, you know, actually, I haven't been. To be I have been, So I have probably been my most scared with Thomas, mm. but I think generally speaking, Nadav drives the fastest. fastest. And from he's a doctor. He's always in a hurry to yeah, get. He's always somewhere. on call. He has a beeper. One of those old beepers, like you. I probably him. drive the slowest. I, I, I definitely would you put you down to drive the slowest because you you bought a, a Merc diesel, so like you're definitely not that keen on going fast. <laughs> I, I, I drive. I, I must admit, I drive pretty fast. From experience, Thomas definitely drives the fastest. Nice, nice. I'm no, owning it. You winning? I'm owning but it. all the time. No, not all the time. Sometimes I take it easy. You know, you Sometimes. can't. Uh, <laughs> You've got to pace yourself. Do you have like, of speed. Do you have a day that you don't go sideways? Mm, yeah, when I'm driving the Materia, because it's impossible to go sideways. <laughs> We've established that. We're each corner. Oh, although, although it does have a handbrake. It does. Uh, and in the rain, it's lethal. It comes alive. Okay. <laughs> 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 Moving on. Ah, here's a good one that I, I can actually answer. Can you do donuts in a front-wheel drive car? Yes, you can. I've done it at the Kisa in a colleague's car who used to work at a rival publication. And we used this car to tow a race car down to the Kisa. And uh, in the evening, you know, after some refreshment, because it's hot down there in the free state, we decided to do um, some But some it's donuts. a different kind of donut. No, 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 it's not. All you do is you put the car in, in reverse, reverse. Oh. turn the traction turn. control off, and then just mash it with, with oh, full lock. And you can do a... A glorious, you know. That is different. It's in reverse. Yeah, but it's still, you know. It's terrible. It's yeah, a it's called a donut. It's still a donut. It's a donut. It's a reverse donut. Okay, I like Sm- that. Smoke, smoke and going around relatively small. Yeah. We should try it's that. Cool. Who is a friend will drive car? You do. I do. We can try Materia. it. Yeah. It's lethal. No, yes. no, 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 no. Just 
you now have something to do when you have a rental next. Oh week. yeah, mm. of course. You know the best, fastest cars in the world. Because I, I mean, we all we've all done J turns and yeah. handbrake turns in those things. And unlike in a rear wheel drive car, you know, doing a donut and that it's kind of passe. But to do it in a front wheel drive car, that's it attracts cool, it attracts attention. People Ironic. are like, wow, that's cool. I want to have a go too. Which is exactly what happened at the Kisa. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but oh. those were racing people. No, some of them weren't. They were just spectators, and they were like, well, I want to have a go. And we were like, okay, it's not my car. Thomas. And the, the guys in the guys in their fourteen the guys in their fourteen hundred bantams couldn't understand why it wasn't working. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thomas Thomas the trendsetter. Yeah. Oh. My dark past is coming oh, out on this radio yeah. show. Okay. You'll tell us you were a DJ. I was. I was, and so was God. Um, will your engine die? <laughs> If you fit it up with diesel, I presume the person is talking about a petrol, petrol engine. engine car. Yes. yes, it will. Will it? Yes. Mm. Yeah, it'll block up all the fuel lines mm. and injectors will get blocked. It, uh, and if the, if the fuel makes its way all the way through to the combustion chamber, you'll have something called a hydraulic lock, which will yeah, break the motor. And, and uh, the reverse is also true. You don't want to put petrol in a diesel engine. Yeah, true story. I think it mm. might have might be less detrimental, but um, definitely diesel in a petrol engine. No, but I think that on the modern cars, um, with all the electronics and stuff, it will just shut it down completely. Okay, it might. Yeah. Eh? It probably, it, I don't know. You'll probably have to not strip. It probably would out, drain it all out. Yeah, it will probably say stop at once. That yellow light that Nadav had on in his car when he arrived will come on. Is it going back to Porsche, Nadav? It was a voluntary light. The traction control was off. Okay. <laughs> so did you go sideways on the way here? I tried. I tried, yeah. But couldn't unstick it. I'm sorry. No. Really? I'm sorry to disappoint <laughs> you. Serious? Mm. Okay. Next one. Doesn't a dove know how to operate a spanner? Wow. <laughs> Who asked that? It's a little bit specific. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I know how to operate a spanner. Okay. I do spanner my cars sometimes. All right. I've, we've discussed this before about car maintenance, and then I know my limits. My, my your, limits. Your rights. And I also I do not have unlimited budget. Mm. So when I think I might stuff something up, I'd rather let someone, a professional, handle Thomas is actually the same. Uh, yeah, Thomas is. He's scared, scared of touching his but I've done I just doubt myself because, you know. I rep- the MGB we discussed earlier, I replaced the radiator on my own. Do you remember the time when we actually got together on a Sunday afternoon and, and we put on, we, we, we took off, no, what did we do? We put on a breastplate onto my MR2. We did. We did. And I, I, managed, to, I managed to break. You messed that up. I managed to break the head off the bolt by over talking right. it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I remember that very well. Yeah, then my godfather we had to say. We were in the pit together. We were in the pit together. Yeah. Two men in the pit. Good times. Good times. Okay, so there you go. Now, Dove does know how to operate a spanner. I do. And mm. I've seen him do it. How dare you? Um, <laughs> it, this is actually quite a good one. Will a chip, and I presume performance chip, will a chip make your car go faster? Yes. Yes. I think no. I Maybe. think it depends on the car. Yeah. If it's a turbocharged car, I would say yes. You'll probably see some kind of difference. It's easier to extract that power through tuning. Not only. Yeah. Fuel-injected car. Your car. Your 911. No. No, sorry. My 3.2 Carrera. A, a man in America called Steve Wong does a chip for my car. It Absolutely. increases the rev limit, and it and it fuels the car differently. So. Yeah, so it produces more oh, horsepower. How much but is I mean, like so that? much smaller. A couple of grand. You should do it. I don't it think might it have already been done. I don't, I don't think it'll make any difference. It does make a difference. I don't think it'll make any and difference. And especially on a turbocharged car. On a naturally aspirated car at altitude, I think you're going to feel nothing. Except 
your wallet being slightly. I know. I think at altitude, you'd feel, if anything, you would feel a difference. No. Because you're changing. The car was designed at sea level, and it's also designed to uh, to account for a change in altitude. But if you can enhance it and, and yeah, uh, you can I, make a I difference. I mean, I think that's not something you even need to debate because you can twiddle on a dyno. You can do before and yeah, after. Yeah, you can do tests. Yeah. Uh, Let's do it. I, with I think reports. I think we should do it with your because uh, it's Let's do your, it. your car was the first. 911 to come out with, uh, Motronic. with Motronic, yeah. Yeah. yeah, proper engine management system. But it's already so fast. Do we need more power? Well, you know, you we said always need a lot more power. power, so let's do it. We'll, <laughs> we'll make it up. You know, we'll make. So we'll find out it. for them. We will. We're going to find out for you in a constructive in the new year. In the new year. But in the, the meantime, I think if you're going to do a chip project to your car, just make sure that it's someone legitimate that offers some sort of warranty. Mm. So exactly what Thomas is like, damage. Revo. What you say? We endorse Revo, but like you know, someone like them. That's reputable and puts your car on a dynameter, which measures its power, before and after said chip, right. and make sure it's not jippoed. The great thing about Revo is you also get a sticker, yeah. <laughs> and it's right. also you can warranty. Put it on your car. No, but it also saves your series. VW warranty. Uh. Hundred extra horsepower on the four C. Mm. Mm. Sounds tasty. Mm. Best car in the world. Well, we know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Moving swiftly along. Yeah. It's getting awkward here about the 4C. <laughs> Will you be able to get more fuel into your fuel tank if you fill up on a really cold day? Hmm. Huh. Well, does fuel. No. Does, does it, it get change density? density? I, I would imagine it would slightly, mm. but I don't think it would be significant enough. So There'll the answer is oh no. yeah of course you, you the answer is no because the pump has a has a temperature correction for the volume so you will still get the same volume out of the pump no matter what the temperature that is an answer amazing. I wasn't expecting amazing I knew Sorry you'd to no, disappoint like you that. really so it's like so wasting your time so fuel is denser when yeah, it's it is, colder yeah. it's a liquid it's always going to be denser but at the same time the fuel metered out of the pump is going to be the same volume so that they charge you correctly no 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 but if I think if it was colder, would your tank hold more petrol? But then what happens when it's hotter? It goes out the breather. Yeah, it's got uh, a breather. So it does... Uh, mm. Mm. I don't know. don't think so. so. Will it hold more petrol in the tank? Your in colleagues theory, are really yes. been putting effort in here. Yeah. Oh, these are good questions. They're good yeah. questions. Thank you, colleagues. Yeah, random Q&A. You should make this a thing. Um, there was one more here. Was it? Yeah, there was. Oh, yeah, here we go. Can I defeat justice? No. Can I defeat the law by spraying hairspray onto my number plate? No. That doesn't work. No. They did a test on that show on Discovery. Yeah. Mythbusters. Mythbusters. Ah, plausible. No, it's not, it's not plausible. Not plausible. Really? Yeah, it doesn't work. Mythbusters. I was going to try that, actually. You should. I Let should. us know the results. Yeah. I'll stop by. <laughs> I'll get some Jane Seymour set to is something. New. No, I it doesn't you work. Have a hairspray already. It doesn't work covered. because no, the cameras that they use now are too high resolution. Okay. Okay. Mm. Mm. Well, guys, that's about it. Taking your number plates off works. Yeah. That definitely works. We don't condone that. No, we, we don't. don't condone it. Yeah. Please don't do it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's it for our first random Q and A session. I thought that was quite cool. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Very successful. Thanks, guys. Send in your questions. Exactly. Send in your questions at me at Tom Faulkner triple one. That's on Twitter or uh, any other, any, any one other, any other. One of us. Any what? other one of us. Any there you go. <laughs> I'm going all tongue twisted today. It's bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, if you, if you are keen, send us and we'll, um, we'll try and answer them as factually as possible. Correct. And if you give us enough time, we'll actually find that fact. This is very on the spot. Mm. Mm. Hard to give answers no, on the we, spot. We, we put us on the spot, guys. Oh, well, that's good, good question. 
we're going to take a quick break. And after that, we're going to come back and just talk about the new year and what we're looking forward to. Welcome back to Cargumentative, our final segment for 2018. And guys, I just want to chat about what is coming in 2019. What is there to get excited about in terms of motoring and cars and, you know, well, the scene? Cargumentative is going to be fantastic in 2019. Yeah. We've got big things planned. A track day. A track day. A nice new hill climb visit yeah. in May, hopefully. We'll, we'll be signing autographs. Road trip. Yeah. We'll have... Promo girls and everything. Mike's going to arrange. Sure. Yeah. At least five of them. Sure. <laughs> um, we l- looking yeah. forward to some new cars being launched? I am. You know what I'm looking forward to? Tell us, Tom. The Toyota Supra. I hope it finally comes out. You know, it Do just, you look forward to anything that isn't a Toyota? Mm, Very no. seldom. No, but it's, it, it's nice to see Toyota coming back and kicking the ass of, you know, brands that have always had like this upper, you know, kind of look down on them. I'm trepidatious about the Supra. Oh, the Supra shares a platform with the Z4. Yeah, exactly. Mm. That's my point. Okay. If it didn't, I would be more excited about it. Yeah, but it but makes. Now we know that the Z4 is so average. I think it's nice. I think Toyota's going to make it better. Does it it's have well, the Z4 that's motor, the though? Yes. It's got a BMW engine. Yeah, Great. but it's a coupe. Eh? coupe yeah, but coupe, it's strange that Toyota, Toyota, yeah. who have made some good motors in the, yeah. in the past, would use a BMW power plant. Yeah. Well, you know what will happen in the aftermarket. They'll just immediately throw out the BMW and they'll put a, a 3J GTE <laughs> Immediately throw turbo, out the beautiful BMW. And motor. it'll go on forever and ever and ever and ever and make 5,000 horsepower. And you know, I don't believe they'll go through with that. I don't think they'll use the BMW motor. I mean, look, you, Thomas is just going to yeah. absolutely love it. That's crazy. Yeah. And it it's going to cool. run its bearings. Yeah, it is going to run its bearings so, because that's what know, all M cars do. cars do. And yeah. the plastic impeller on the water pump will also. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, you, you're you're going to absolutely so, love it and then just want a 1982 one. I do actually want a 1982 yeah. Super. Wow. That would be awesome. So what plastic other Supra. interesting cars are coming out in 2019? Well, there's a car that we all like and we all seem to agree on, and that's the Porsche 992, yep. which is Can't a new 992. We've discussed oh, it at length. Yeah. yeah, probably shouldn't discuss it more. No, we'll when is it coming? Isn't? March? Uh, mid, 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 yeah, I heard April, March. April, May. It's mid year. I heard March. Which means I, I, I should be going overseas to drive it. Mm. Oh. Hopefully in Germany. Hopefully. The yeah. land of Schnitzel. We'll be joining you as motoring journalists. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, because don't forget to invite us, Porsche. Mm. Because yeah. we need, yeah, absolutely. Because we uh, we need some entertainment in our lives. The first uh, Cullinan will be delivered early in January, I think. Yeah, oh, it's already here. Arrived yeah, I think it's week. already here. The but black I think Cullinan uh, arrived. But I think that the customer cars will be delivered, so we'll oh, be able to have a, have a laugh at people in the road. Everyone <laughs> needs some entertainment. No, I quite like that thing. I'm putting my neck No, I, I've seen it in the flesh. It's horrendous. Really? It is. It's just horrendous. Did you and I I saw it. I saw it at the BMW Museum, and it is. It's just. It's just terrible. It's, hmm. it's, it seriously is terrible. Is it named after the cricketer? I yes. think it is. Daryl. 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 Yeah. 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 Mm. cricketer. It's a good all-rounder. No, he wasn't all rounder. Was no, he was a good batsman. batsman yeah. Yeah. Well, except against Shane Warne. Yeah. But yeah, that's another story. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> keeping true. it homegrown from Daryl Cullen. Um, Carlo Minanawa. That's uh, going to be fun. We can't wait. We're all going to be camping out. I, I, I hope we're going to have a cargumentative gazebo, which Mike is busy working yes, on. Yes, we will, definitely. Um, Promo girls. I will be brying. 
<laughs> just you, you'll be massive mine. steaks, massive yeah. steaks, massive steaks, and come some, come and some and get an autograph. Yeah, beers, sizzling. Come, yeah, exactly. <laughs> come and get your. So this is the biggest leg, international event at the New Carl Army. Is that right? Yep, mm. that's going to yeah. be phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, what kind of cars? Yeah, are what kind expecting? of cars? GT3. Yep. So what is so that? That's well, Ferrari, Lamborghini, Corvettes. I think there might be some Corvettes. R8, Aston Martins. The Fenderlinders will be here as well. That's phenomenal. Sheldon and Calvin. So it's a nine-hour. Typically, would start lunchtime, and then go into I the evening. I think it runs from three until midnight. That's but amazing. That's awesome. No, we have oh, to do that. That is going that's to be unbelievable. Huge and and deal. if if the guys from Fuel Customs are uh, are listening, please can you just have my bus ready for that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, please. we can camp out in it. Yeah, yes, we can we go can. camping in the well, bus. Well, we'll we'll be doing but an OB from there, an outside right. broadcast. We'll bring you a, a, an episode of. Car- Producer Scott minutes. will be there. Exactly. Covering yes. every minute and walking around <laughs> and talking to people and people in the pits. And we'll have our press accreditation badges. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, it's not in Joburg, but it's on the coast. The Nisney Hill Climb, that's also going to be… May. Yeah. Are May we, next year. Are we planning on doing something? We'd love to. Oh, but you know what the problem is? You know what the problem with the Nisney Hill Climb is? It's on the same weekend as Monster Jam. Oh, oh. And that is something I really want to go and see. Which one? <laughs> you don't know what Monster Jam is? No. It's no. like Monster Trucks. Monster Trucks. Monster, monster, oh. monster Trucks. Where they, they do, do flips. They do flips and stuff and crush like and old wheelies. Old things. They sound we- like earthquakes. South Africa has oh. Monster Trucks? No, they're they're coming. Coming. What did you say? They crush old Toyotas. They crush anything. Yeah. yeah. What the hell are they Including transporting those things in? Cressidas, man. Uh, big cargo ships. Oh, really? And, yeah. And like, you know those big airplanes that the US Marines use to transport tanks? The Hercules C-130s. Bigger than those. You. They all fly in. Where yeah. is it happening? Lockheed Galaxy. FNB Stadium. Sure. Yeah. Nice. So we all get mugged afterwards, but um, I think it'll be worth it'll be worth the pain. Wear your Rolex to see some well Casio. Mm. No one wants a Casio unless it's gold. What's my grant? Uh, Watch check. <laughs> Nothing. <Yeah>. Enough said. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> um, um, so. So, so I, I think just uh, at the that, beginning of Monster every Jam? season, I'm, I'm a massive sports fan. Um, on the on the non-automotive side, it's two World Cups. But on the on the automotive side, we've got Brad Binder, who we were fortunate to, wow. to interview. Going to hopefully be giving hell in uh, in Moto Two. Hopefully, he comes out with the World Championship. Did he say he dedicates his first win to Cargumentative? He did say that yeah, something like that. Uh, we just we uh, turned off the machines when he when he mm. said that, but he did say it. It's <laughs> off um, the record. Yeah, yeah, it was off the record, so we can't officially mention it. You might have to edit that. Um, and then I'm always optimistic at the end, at the beginning of a of, of a season. I'm hoping that that the, the my beloved red team. Make some advancement Red Bull. over the Offer no, no, <laughs> the Ferrari team, and I'm hoping Which that uh, Le, 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 Leclerc, Leclerc um, shapes and that he pushes Vettel a little bit harder, and that we can finally bring a little bit of glory after 11 years back to Maranello. Mm. My dad's got a question. He puts his hand up. Very polite. I do. Well, that's what we discussed. He's we a well-mannered man. Right. We, uh, in 20, do you think 2019 is going to be the year that Mike finally buys a 458? I think so. With a black roof. Black roof. Black Red, interior. Red, black roof, yellow, carbon ceramics. Black with black roof. Okay, that's fine. What about black with a red roof? Yes, my friend had one like yeah, that. There you go. Black with a red roof, that's awkward. Amazing. Amazing. It makes me feel weird. Incredible. Amazing. Yeah. Good luck but, with that, uh, Mike. But I am hoping that, as I said, the bus is ready this year and also the 745 that we, we're very close. Hopefully that's on the road the in January. The bus is almost ready, though. Yeah, we're hoping both of them for January. So 
I'm hoping to go touring around. I, I can't wait to take the 7 Series on a nice long drive, nice well, long waft. Long there and towed back. Why? It's a BMW. Oh, yeah. 280 horsepower. Wow. Yeah. How many kilowatts in is like that? In like 1970. No, 1986. It's 86? an M88 yeah. engine, the same that was in, a, in, in the M1. It's a hell of a motor. It's a hell of a motor. It makes great BMW's music. only super car. And what's beautiful is that the four of us can go in comfort. We can. It has electric seats in the back. Can we broadcast from there? I think we can. Can we carry a dog or a cat in the back? <laughs> if you have I a cat, bring it. Multiple cats <laughs> or dogs. Cats. But you can't bring you a dog and a cat. Yeah. Tight. Yeah. Well, I must say, I'm also very excited about bringing the podcast, you know, forward in 2019, growing it, getting out there, talking to more people, interesting people, going to places, and and just bringing you guys out there, the listener, um, some some exciting, sometimes left field, humorous <laughs> car content. And yeah. uh, that's what I think uh, me and the guys are going to work on uh, come Jan 2019. So. Guys, thanks for tuning in and thanks for being with us. Um, the last 10 episodes. For the last yeah, 10 episodes. It's quite a thing. It, it's been a lot of fun for us. We've enjoyed it. Yeah, we, we have really enjoyed have. it and we hope you guys have enjoyed it. And um, have a good festive season. Stay safe out there. Thanks for having me. And, Thank uh, you, guys. Yeah. And thanks to you, Tom, for uh, arranging this and uh, and, to great pr- and, and producer Scott um, for putting up with us each <laughs> week. It's been uh, a pleasure. Guys. And, and our tequila. Yeah. Yeah, and like Thomas said, be safe. Drive safely over the festive season. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. Don't do anything we said you should do. Yeah, we're going to leave that there. And don't forget your cat. Exactly. (laughs) Guys, have a good one. We'll catch you next year in 2019. Cheers. Bye.